Okay, I'm gonna have Shabbos, everyone. I hope everybody is besimcha. I hope everybody is getting ready for Shabbos. What could be a better way to get ready for Shabbos than to learn how this week's parsha connects to the time of the year? Now, we have some very important announcements. Firstly, um, somebody told me that in Mishpacha magazine on page 77, there is an ad for our upcoming Yarkei Kala. That means it's it's real. Don't want everyone to mark on their calendar. March 3rd to March 5th. Please join us. We have an amazing sugya. We're going to have shiurim. Um, it's going to be spectacular. So I know you enjoy listening to the shiurim online. It will uh, This will give everyone a lot of chizot. And uh, it will be very uh, wonderful to see everyone in person. Um, oh, Reb Shmuel is a very proud Jew. Hi, Reb Shmuel. How are you? Welcome. So, good morning, Rabbi. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Reb, yeah. Uh, hi, Reb Shmuel. And I'm saying to my friend Reb Shmuel, who has uh, revealed himself as a very proud Jew as well. So, even so, wherever you may live, whether you live in Kew Garden Hills or if you live in uh, the Netherlands or Holland, you could join us at our Yarte Kala. Okay. So, Dabar Yafa Bi'itai. Here we go. Um, let me see. No, I have to pull up the Marmon Kaimais. Uh, one second. Now, if you want to know, how do you get the Marmon Kaimais? So I thought you might ask that question. And that's the way to get the Marmon Kaimais is you go to our site, rabbidg.com, and you hit the subscribe button. And you know what that does? That will send the Marmon Kaimais to your inbox twice a week. And, therefore, and this way, you don't have to rely on anyone. It will come right to you. You don't even have to open up your front door. You don't have to worry. Is there mail today? Is there no mail today? We're even better than the mail. The mail doesn't get stopped by snow, not by weather. But it does get stopped by Saturday. It does get stopped on Sunday or legal holidays. This mail, nothing stops it. You're going to get the Marmakaymas. You'll be able to print it out for your family. So here we go. We already learned. Um, and uh, from the Sefer Hamra Tabah. And last week, that discussed that Makas Arba began on Tubishvan. Did you realize that? That the Makas Arba, the opening Makas of this week's Parsha, happened on Tubishvan. It's something that uh, we discussed at length in our Sefer on Tubishvan, which, by the way, if you want to learn about Tubishvan, I humbly recommend. Get a hold of the Sefer, The Light and the Splendor, where part of the book is on Tubashvat. The Hamra Tava reveals that the Makkah of Tubashvat, the Makkah of Arbe, happened on Tubashvat, which is pretty amazing because Makkah's Arbe destroyed the fruits, and Tubashvat, of course, is the Yamtif of the fruits. So, therefore, very often we read Parshat Bai, the Shabbos before Tubashvat, and Parsha's body, the opening Makkah, begins with the Makkah that occurred on Tubishvat. According to this, we could answer a well-known question. Wednesday night, we discussed the question that why are the Makkahs broken up seven in Ba'ira, three in Ba'i? That's a very unusual breakdown. That's a very unusual split. <clears throat> and um, we discussed the whole Mahalach based on uh, the Yaakov Ruveni and Tzadik that the Makos correspond to the Sviroys, 
But now we've encountered, now we're able to understand a new answer, new explanation. Namely, <clears throat> the first um, the first seven makos, uh, so the new explanation is as follows. Since Parshat Boy, we read in the Parsha before Tubishvat, therefore the Parsha's boy begins with Arbe, which occurred on Tubishvat. In other words, another explanation for the breakdown of the Makos is in order to schedule, so to speak, that Parsha's boy, which is the Parsha we read before Tubishvat, opens up with the Makkah that occurred on Tubishvat. We could, um, we could add the following idea. And uh, this was suggested by my friend Rabbi Yisrael Eliezer Levi, <clears throat> that we've said over many times the amazing approach of Rav Simcha Bunma Parshitza in the Sefer called Simcha, that the only Makkah that Hashem did not tell Moshe Rabbeinu what the Makkah was going to be was Arben. Look in the beginning of the Parsha. All it says, what is, boy el Paray, come to Paray. Yeah, come to Paray and do what? He didn't, Hashem didn't tell Moshe what to say to Paray. Look in the Ramban. The Ramban addresses this. Another issue Rav Simcha Bunim deals with is why by Arvitz, the only time Paray said, I sinned <coughs> to Hashem your God and to you. <coughs> why Dafka to you? Why Dafka to you? Um, and Rav Simcha Bunim of, uh, of Parshista explains that when it comes to this Makkah, the Makkah of Arbe, Hashem actually gave permission to Moshe Rabbeinu to choose any Makkah he would want. Utilizing the Chiddush of Parshavah Moshe was empowered to choose any Makkah he would want. And Moshe was Mechadesh, the Makkah of Arbe, through Xerah Shava. It says here, it says, <clears throat> and it says in Sefer Yoel, So utilizing the procedure of Zereshava, Moshe Rabbeinu invented Arba. And this is why it says by Arba, Arba was a mockery of the Egyptians because Hashem told Moshe, play with them, do whatever you want with them. <clears throat> but Moshe Rabbeinu utilized the the, the kayak of the Tarshavalpeh. But it's not a coincidence that Moshe Rabbeinu was empowered with this ability, Dafka, in the month of Shvat. We just learned that the Mak of Arbe was in Shvat. Shvat, we read in the beginning of Devarim, that Moshe Rabbeinu, in the 11th month, on the first of the month, Moshe Rabbeinu began to explain the Torah saying. So it's Moshe Rabbeinu was able to invent this Makkah, Dabka and Chedr Shvat. Chedr Shvat is the month of uh, Torah Shavah Peh. As we know, Moshe Rabbeinu began teaching the Torah to the Jewish people in the month of Shvat. Now, uh, an amazing remez, my friend in France, Rabbi Paul Ansel, shared with me, is the parsha begins, Boy El Paru. The Ateras Yeshua of Jacob says, Paroi, is Gematria Shvat Deli. The month of Shvat, bucket. 
We know the bucket is the uh, mazel of Chodesh And the Pasuk continues, Laman Shisi. Rashi says the word Shisi means steamy, to place. The gematria of steamy is Shoivivin. Shoivivin. My friend, Rav Avram Kogelman, would be very happy that I mentioned that it's now Shoivivin. It's the time to focus on Inyane Kedusha. So Simi has the numerical value of Shoivivin. When we're Mekayim, when we're Masakim, that's Gam. Oisoy Sai is a remez to the Ois Bris Kaidash. So Laman Shisi, Shisi is Gamachia Shoivivin. Oisoy Sai is a remez to the Ois Bris Kaidash. Eila Vikirboy, Vikirboy is Gamachia Kari, which is a remez that during this time of the year, it's a time to be Masakim, the sin of Tomas Kari. Now, <clears throat> the time of Shoivivim is when we're massacring the sparks of Kedusha that fell into the Klippa because of the carry of Adam Arishan. We explained this in greater depth in Parsha Shemais. So in this week's Parsha, we continue to read about the Tikkun of these Nitzaytas of Kedusha. Ad Kedekas, that the Pasuk says, Mitzrayim, they emptied out Egypt. Sam Soifer HaChadosh writes, that they're able to extract all the sparks of Kedusha. And that's why we're warned never again to go to Mitzrayim because we have no business there anymore because we've extracted all the sparks of Kedusha. Now, here's another interesting point <clears throat> that I saw in the Sefer Moyadei of Rabbi Hanan Yaakov David Rabinowitz regarding the mitzvah of shefting the carbon Pesach. The Ramban says, why do we sheft the carbon Pesach? The Karm Pesach was a sheep, a Tlem. The mazel of Nisan is Tlem. Tlem is the mazel of the Mitzrayim. Now it's interesting, you know, by Makas Arbe, Paroi became contrite. He said, okay, who wants to go? Who's going? And then Choyshev, Paroi, sub subdued himself further. But all of a sudden, as Makas Bechiris is coming, Paroi feels empowered again. He's arrogant again. Darcha Shulchan explains because Paray said, if only I could get close to the month of Nisan, whose mazel is Tleh, who's the mazel of the Mitzrim, Paray felt I'd be able to overcome them. Therefore, Hashem said, no, you ta take the mazel of the, the Mitzrim and you destroy it to show that you're not leaving Mitzrim with the power of the mazel. You override, you supersede any mazelans. Now, this is a very important Lima this month, because we already learned, we said that the Mazel of Chodeshvat is Dali, bucket. And the Vinay Yisafkar says that the Dali, the bucket, is actually the Mazel of the Jewish people. Although a Mazel Israel, that means not that we don't have any Mazel inherently, we do. Our Mazel is Dali, and therefore we could use it for whatever we need. We could overcome the Mazel, the month of Shvat which is the mazel of Dali, is the mazel of Yisrael. This indicates that, not that we're not subject to mazelis, but we could overcome it. Um, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu began to teach the Torah in the month of Shvat, like we mentioned before. To teach Klal Yisrael that in mazel Yisrael, we are not subject to the mazelis, we're only subject to the Torah. Therefore, Parshat Ba'i, comes out in the month of Shvat. Because in Parshat Boy we see 
how we can overcome the mazal, how we could overcome mazal tleh, which is really one of the great principles of this month, the month of Shvat, which is the month of the Deleed, which indicates that our mazal is completely subject to how we fill it up. Okay. Now, I want to share with you what I think is a very beautiful idea. The Chayz of Lublin taught that when you read a certain parsha, you get a flavor for that time of the year. And therefore, he taught when you read this week's parsha, Parsha's Bay, you get a flavor for Pesach. Because Parsha's Bay talks about Yitzhak Mitzrayim, talks about the Exodus. We read Parsha's Bay on Pesach. The Chayz of Lublin taught. And when you read this week's parasha, you get a flavor for Pesach. Now, this is very beautiful, based on an idea, based on an idea uh, that I, I would like to share with you, and it's in our humble sefer on Tubishvat regarding the significance of Tubishvat. Friends, there are like two general time periods of the year. There's the month of Tishrei and the month of Nisan, and they are fundamentally different. The month of Tishrei of Rosh Hashanah is a time of din, midas hadin. We're judged then. And therefore it's a time of tshuva. Because if we don't do tshuva, there's no way to merit in judgment. And that's why Rabbi Eliezer holds that the world was created in Tishrei. And that that means Rabbi Eliezer holds the world was created in midas hadin. Rabbi Eliezer also holds that Mashiach and the Gula will only come with tshuva. But the time of Nisan is the time of Rachamim. It's a time when Hashem had mercy on the Jewish people, even though we had no mitzvahs and we had no masim toivim, we were Aram Be'eria, we were Amem Teshare Tumah. Rabbi Yeshua holds the world was created in Nisan. The world is destined to be redeemed in, in Nisan. That's why Rabbi Yeshua Lashitase holds that the Gula will happen even if we don't do tshuva. Because if the Gula will happen in Nisan, the world was created in Nisan, that means Hashem has a way of redeeming us with complete Rachman, complete mercy. Now, these two times of the year, Tishrei and Nisan, Tishrei really begins on Chapei Elo, because Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Tishrei, is the first day of the, is the creation of man. But the world was created six days earlier on the 25th day of Elo. Likewise, the, this time of the year, the month of Nisan, it really begins Chapei Adar. If God created the world in Nisan, that means he created man in Nisan, but he created the the, the, the beginning of the world, the Yesh and Bria Sa'ilam began on Chapei Adar. Now we borrow the following idea of the B'nai Yisachar. The B'nai Yisachar teaches that the same way 40 days before a person is created, Hashem calls out, that their zivog, their shida, bas pliny lepliny, just like God proclaims so and so for so and so forty days before they're created, so too God conceived of the idea to create the world and redeem the Jewish people forty days before. So forty days before Chafei Elol is Tuba'av, and forty days before. Adar is That means on Tubishvat, God conceived of the idea to create the world. 
he also conceives of the idea to redeem the Jewish people. So therefore, it should not come as a surprise. And now, this is the week of Tu when God is conceiving to redeem us. So we're going to read the Parsha of Pesach and the redemption of the Jewish people. Because even though it doesn't happen until the month of Nisan, but the conception of the idea already starts now on Tu so, so to speak, our Kriyas HaToyrah is a reflection of Hashem conceiving to redeem the Jewish people. And that's a very beautiful uh, connection between Parshat Boy and, uh, and Tubashvat. Okay, Rabbi Isai, that concludes our first uh, shir. Hang on.